welcome to Bridge Drive by Track. I'm your host, Darren. Today, we're going to be talking about white caps from Plectrum Electrum. And both of those words are just all one word. Um, something that Prince did for this album, every single track is just one word, all squished up together. Uh, recorded between 2013 and 2014 at Paisley Park and released on the 1st of September 2014 as a live stream. Um, on, I think, vibe.com. I don't know why Prince chose that. Um, for uh, Basically, as part of a pre-order four weeks before the album was available. So if you pre-ordered the album, you got a link to this through vibe.com and you could listen to this particular song. On the same day, you know from uh, Artificial Age was also released in this way. Prince just had these weird ways of releasing stuff towards the end. So uh, this is what he picked for Plectrum Electrum. Uh, on the track, we have Third Eye Girl. Uh, along with Prince. Uh, on this particular track, Hannah Ford is the one taking the lead vocal. Uh, the track is 3 minutes 42, and joining me to talk about today is Ollie Brady. Hello, Ollie. Hey, Darren. Now, I don't know what white caps are. I don't know if they're t- like a type of fish or something like that. Our, what White caps are um, on a choppy day in the sea. So, white caps is the little bit of spray that comes on the top of a small. Oh, okay. So it's, not, so, it's not like something you're going to be surfing where you're having a hard thing. So that, that would be a crest or whatever it is. So a white cap is when it's not quite surfing weather. It's just choppy weather and you're getting little bits of white spray from the top. There we go. Because when I searched for it, all I kept getting was uh, the Vancouver football team. The Vancouver Whitecaps yeah. the, the football team, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I kept getting. And I was like, this is not helping me at all. Because uh, I do not think that Prince is talking about a soccer team. Uh, being <laughs> <laughs> underwater, I don't know. Have they drowned? I saw them on the water today. <laughs> yeah. It's it's like the entire team have capsized in a boat and they're all drowning. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, I, I mean, like I said, like Hannah Ford is the one taking the main vocals for the verses on this. Um, you know, which have I don't know some kind of very odd imagery in them, uh, which we can obviously get into. And then for the chorus, uh, you know, welcome Prince. Uh, stage left um, in, in he walks to do backing vocals along with the, the other girls from Third Eye Girl like everyone in Third Eye Girl all three of the eyes uh, are singing um, <laughs> on, on all of the on all of the, on all the chorus so it's not just Hannah but uh, yeah uh, and obviously this is oddly enough this is an album that wasn't produced by Joshua Welton who is Hannah Ford's um, husband uh, but he did produce Artificial Age and the next Prince album after that as well so um, I don't know. I just find that odd. I guess we would say in terms of a genre, um, uh, I don't know. It, like It's kind of like a ballad, but it's, you know, it's, there's a it's lot definitely, of kind of guitar it's in definitely, there. It's definitely a ballady indie rock kind of track. Most of the, most of the, because obviously Plectrum Electrum, um, Artificial Age were you know released on the same day. I'm covering Plectrum Electrum first and then Artificial Age afterwards. Um, but uh, they only share one song and the version that's on Plectrum Electrum is a lot more kind of like um, kind of poppy and kind of dancey whereas the version that's on Plectrum Electrum is more kind of rock and in fact the title track of Plectrum Electrum is literally just like a rock kind of instrumental um, so like mm. this, the, it's, it's odd because you would think out of the two albums the Prince ver- like the Prince album that came out on the same day would be more rock based than the, the version that you know has this kind of girl group that Prince has assembled uh, but it's actually the other way around, um, you know. And I mean, this is on this album. You know, there's a lot of songs that I really like on Plectrum Electrum. Um, you know, as I'm sure I would have already discussed by this point. Um, and there's a few more coming after this as well that I really love. I mean, there's a track which, if people haven't listened to the S album, you should really listen to Another Love. It's actually a cover that Prince did. It's the final cover so- song that Prince ever recorded. 
and it's a cover of this I, I can't even remember the name of the original artist now but the, the version that she did is completely different to the way prince does it um like the mm. way prince does it is kind of like a very rocky version and the version the original version which was done by alice smith is kind of very kind of like r&b and it's 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 really kind of it's it's like it's interesting to hear kind of prince's take on that particular song um, but there are so many songs on this album that I really enjoy. And Whitecaps is easily, I would say, probably one of my three favorite songs on this album. Like, um, I just love the kind of, like, the the kind of, I don't know, the verses have this kind of weird melancholy. Um, and then the kind of chorus, I don't know. It's, it's, it's very upbeat. Yeah, it's it's kind of like a weird contrast. Um, because because you have, like, particularly, well, the, I mean, the main two lines in the chorus are, you know, Whitecaps on the water, but that's okay. And so it's it's kind of like reassuring you, whereas the verses are very kind of like, I mean, the fact that it's like I saw a black butterfly lose its wings today. It's like, you know, that's it's so weird. And then or it's, we'll get to that in a second. Can I just ask about Edwin? Because when I got told that this is the song we're doing, so I typed in white caps prince and started listening to it. And then there's like a tree or there's a lady singing. I'm going, oh, no, I've got the wrong song. Darren's going to kill me. And then Prince kicks in on the chorus. So I texted Darren. I was like, oh, I'm listening. This is it's definitely the song that the lady <laughs> singing with Prince singing backup, whatever. And he was like, yeah. So this was Prince's band from 2012 to 2014. So who who are Third Eye Girl? Is this a band that, that Prince literally made because he wanted to have a girl band sing for him? Uh, pretty much, yeah. I mean... Um... You know, and Prince kind of announced that they were a group on the 17th of December 2012. And then they were kind of officially mm. announced at the, at the end of that of that year. And they toured with Prince all throughout 2013 and 14. Um, most famously, they made an appearance on SNL with Prince. Um, uh, along oh. with, I can't remember who it is who sings on, there's one of the other tracks that they performed. They, did, they performed Plectrum Electrum. Um, and they also did, um, I think, Clouds, which is off Artificial yeah. Age. And on that, I think it's Liana Hallis, I think is how you say her name. She was like the, the, the guest vocalist that came on. But, you know, for the rest of the, the, the kind of the performance, it was just the three of them. Um, and that's SNL performance is kind of it's remarkable because it was the first time, I think, in like, I don't know, 20 years or something that a musical act had only performed once on the show. And they did yeah. an entire like nine minute segment unbroken on SNL, and it was just Prince performing <laughs> for that entire. Like they had a commercial right before Chris Rock introduced Prince, and then he performed for like nine minutes, and then you know they went to commercial, and that that was like that entire segment, and Prince didn't yeah. come back and do like a second segment. Um, you know he was <laughs> he was he was one he's a one segment guy. He's coming in, he's doing a segment for nine minutes, and then he's going away. He's not you know he's yeah. not one of these. He's not coming back for a second segment later on in the night. Um, I think he was there for the fan cues at the end of the show, but, you know, he wasn't really there. And and afterwards, they had, like, an after party, of course, because it was Prince. And after Prince's death, some of that showed up on the, um, like, I think Jimmy Fallon or someone had filmed it. And so they put some of that on, like, the SNL tribute to Prince. Because he'd actually performed quite a few times, um, you know, before this. Like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they had quite a few. They had enough performances um, to kind of fill most of a show. Um, but yeah, and I, I mean, basically, you know, they were, I, I, I mean, I can't remember their ages because like, I, but they were all kind of early 20s, basically. Um, and they'd all been playing for quite a few years before, you know, Prince kind of put them together. Um, Is, uh, are they still, are Third Eye Girl still a band? Uh, not that I know of. 
I, I, you know, basically, I think after Prince's death, they kind of they haven't really um, kind of uh, toured. Um, you know, they like they've each done individual stuff. So I think Donna Grantis has, has like had her own band and she's like recorded some stuff. Um, and then yeah. obviously, I think Ida Nelson and Hannah Ford have also recorded stuff. Hannah Ford, of course, being married to Josh Welton, you know, he's produced like an album for her and stuff. So like they've done stuff since Prince's death. Um, but I don't think they have. They haven't toured as yet as the band. But I would I would assume because, you know, both the revolution and the new power generation, you know, have got are, back together. Touring without yeah, Prince. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I mean, I would assume at some point, um, you know, maybe kind of like on the 10th anniversary or something of, of uh, you know, of Plectrum Electrum, maybe they might tour or something. Um, but, yeah. you know, if they want to make money from it, I'm sure most Prince fans would love to kind of see them perform well i've got to say that they, they, they do a great job on this tune this track yeah like the the singing is on point um they work really well in harmony with prince and the the lyrics written by prince are they're interesting <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's definitely something going on with this song yeah and i think i think as well like the you know this, this kind of I don't know, like, there's these weird little metaphors, this kind of, you know, I saw white caps on the water today 15 minutes after you went away. Um, couldn't find a reason to make you stay. It's windy now, but it's going to be okay. Um, yeah, like, putting that in with the, the stuff about the weatherman who who shows up in the course. Yeah. But I take this is that this is somebody singing about a relationship breaking up, and then they, they know that they're going to go through a choppy patch, a rough patch, but it's just bad weather, which means it's going to clear and it'll be, you know, a better time ahead. Now, that's a nice, easy way to take the first verse <laughs> yeah. and the choruses together. The second verse about I saw a black butterfly lose its wings today, singed by the candle underneath the archway. Wherever they land, they'll have to stay. Who can say it, but what a price to pay. Like, the only way I can interpret that that fits in with the way I'm re- interpreting the rest of it is that this person wanted them to give up their freedom. Yeah. And they turned them down and the person left. So the the option was to burn off your wings and then stay where you are, but you're giving up your freedom. So that's the price that they would have to pay. Like that's the only way I can interpret <laughs> that and make it fit with the rest of the song. But it could be just that Prince was watching a, black butterfly <laughs> maybe and the thing is as well like you know obviously caterpillars turn into butterflies um you know after emerging from a pupa stage uh, but once you take the wings off a butterfly you haven't got a caterpillar again you've just got no. a butterfly without any wings with no wings yeah you've got a butter walk yeah and and, and well <laughs> but it's, i'm sorry i apologize <laughs> to anyone who heard that joke. but the thing is it says wherever they land they'll have to stay well yeah because if a butterfly doesn't have any wings it just basically falls to the ground and just has to stay there it's got no way of like moving again so that's like a very kind of dark way of saying like you know this person has lost their freedom or whatever it's like yeah you're just going to stay where like wherever you get cut down you're going to have to just stay there and lie on the floor and that's the rest of your life um you know but yeah. what a price to pay <laughs> and, uh you know <laughs> but yeah but i mean that's all kind of very like downbeat and kind of dark when you compare to the chorus which is you know white caps on the water but that's okay uh, ain't never been a storm i'm running from come my way weatherman said it would be easy over in a day but it's windy now but it's going to be okay like you know the idea that you've just got to kind of you know get over whatever this is yeah worth saying write it out yeah the bad period the, the the period of depression after 
our relationships ends will go off it'll be it'll be done yeah although you know the, the, the kind of next verse like um i don't know i love i just love the way hannah hannah sings it when she's like for the life of me i just can't recall it's still a mystery um that's all because dark gallows lead to brighter halls and masquerades and then prince kind of comes in with like a masquerade kind of masquerade yeah um and then they kind of go back to the chorus but like that the dark gallows lead to brighter halls is kind of like again you know it's kind of getting into darker kind of territory before it kind of goes back to the you know white caps on the water but that's okay it's like hold on a second you're just talking about gallows right now this is you know um, but I don't, I don't know. I just like you say, it it does feel like that this is someone kind of heartbroken and trying yeah. to figure out how they're going to go on. Yeah, but it feels like it genuinely feels like heartbroken. But it was their choice, so they they know that they've caused this heartache, but they know that they're going to get through it. Even the dark gallows lead the brighter halls, and I mean, you could interpret that too. You go through this bad period to get to the bright period. But and then they add masquerade and masquerade like that could be. But I'm gonna have to cover up what I'm feeling. I'm gonna hide what I'm feeling or whatever. Like, yeah. like, but then again, that's an elementary reading of it. So I'm sure there's somebody's at home, like some person who's really into lyrics is like, oh no, that's not what it's about at all. Did you know that Prince was a big fan of the uh, board game Vampire the Masquerade? <laughs> That's what this is about. Oh. Yeah, I, I mean, I the thing is as well is like, um, I think, I think like the, because Hannah's voice is so kind of, um, you know, like, I know she, when she's singing it, like even when she's singing the stuff that's a bit downbeat, it doesn't sound that bad. So you're like, oh, well, this is, you know, this is a great voice that's kind of delivering this bad news to me. It doesn't sound too bad. Yeah, like she, her voice is a chirpy quality. Yeah, she like she has a certain kind of, um, you know, melancholy, which you know Prince also is very good at kind of singing very melancholy lyrics. Uh, but generally, when he sings them, he sings them in such a kind of like partying upbeat way that you can never quite take them seriously. Whereas I feel like Hannah is deli- at least delivering something a little bit more downbeat here, where you're like, oh, you know, when she's saying she saw a black butterfly lose its wings, you're like, that sounds very <laughs> tragic. Like, this is, it's not just, it's not easy. Like, you know, Prince has done kind of melancholy stuff before, but he always kind of ends up. I don't know, at some point just jamming with the band and then you're like, oh, this seems a lot more upbeat than I thought it was going to be. Uh, whereas mm-hmm. here, I, know, I mean, I also love the kind of like the, the very light drumming that's on here, like the little kind of drum fills. Yeah. Um, you know, it opens up with the, these kind of like the toms and, you know, it's just, I don't know, it's just it's just like a really well put together track. Yeah, it starts um, it starts with the uh, the drumming, then breaks into like light guitar work. And... As, yeah. as weird to say, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think Prince is playing the guitar in this because it doesn't feel like him playing it. Like it doesn't. No, I think that's definitely Donna. Yeah, it's like that's that's, that's kind of more like Donna's tone on the on the guitar. Mm. Um, but yeah, and I mean the thing is as well, Hannah is also the drummer. So the fact that she kind of comes in singing over this kind of light tom beat, it's kind of like oh well, it's like she's the drummer, so she gets to kind of come in with the drums and sing so on the drums. Regular Phil Collins. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, Phil Collins likes to make you wait like five oh, minutes God, for yeah, a drum film. Start. <laughs> <laughs> He's the original uh, dubstep know. waiting for that beat to drop. Yeah. I, well, I mean, if you want to treat, uh, watch like any recent live performance of uh, of uh, In the Air Tonight. Oh, yeah. And just watch watch him circling the drums but not sitting down. And the crowd goes <laughs> He's going to do it. He's got... Uh, oh. Yeah. When it when it when everyone recognizes it's getting to that moment, 
it's it's a it's a joy to behold the crowd going absolutely wild for just a simple drum fill. But yeah, so I don't know there's just lovely drumming on this. Uh, there's not a huge amount of bass stuff that I really noticed, but yeah, that kind of light guitar stuff at the beginning. Um, you know, Prince. You know, when he when he had Third Eye Girl. You know, even though the album is like Prince and Third Eye Girl, like the, the album is very much a lot more a showcase for Third Eye Girl. Yeah. Um, you know, the Twitter address that he had at this time was Third Eye Girl. Like the website was Third Eye Girl. Like everything was about Third Eye Girl, basically. And, you know, that was what Prince wanted to promote. So he really wanted to push them to the fore. And, you know, that's why they're kind of, um, you know, even they, they're credited as writers on everything as well. Yeah, they're, yeah. Front, they're front and center. And it's and, and rightfully so, because the, the songs are singing. I'm not sure if they would. Well, they, they would because Prince would make anything work. But they, they definitely suit the register of the yeah. lady singing. And I mean, the thing is, you know, obviously when Prince was a lot younger, he he pretty much always sang in like falsetto. And that's why a lot of women like covered his songs to start off with, because it was a lot easier to be in their range. Um, but even here, like when, when yeah. Hannah is singing like Masquerade and she's kind of dropping down her, her range a little bit and then Prince is kind of coming in with like an echo of it that's a slightly higher register. It's, it's I don't know, their voices work really well together. Like I said, I mean, you know, if Prince had survived a few more years, I'm, I would have been hoping that we would have got like two or three more, you know, Third Eye Girl albums. Albums like this, yeah. yeah. You know, I think it would have been really great, but unfortunately it wasn't to be. Um, I would say for me, this is probably a five out of five. I love this song. This is just a song that I listen to all the time. Um, you know, there's at least two or three songs off this album that are five, straight five out of fives for me and I listen to all the time. And, you know, I just, I mean, I just loved like the way that the, like the group works with Prince. Like, you know, he's had lots of groups that are, you know, Prince and the Revolution and Prince and New Power Generation. In this case, you know, the, the actual credited artist is just Third Eye Girl. Yeah. And it just happens that Prince is performing on all the tracks as well, but he's not, you know, he's not forcing himself to the front. And I think, you know, it's nice for him to kind of let the songs breathe and, you know, I, I don't know. I just love Hannah's voice on this, and you know, it, it, even that just that melancholy in the lyrics is just something that I really kind of connect. Yeah, with. I'd give it a, I'd give it a four. Um, I, I agree with you on pretty much everything, but uh, I have a little thing against indie, sad white people rock. Um, so I, I'm, I'm going to take a point off it. The same reason I, I I've, been, <laughs> I've been doing that a lot to, uh, to the the last Radiohead album I was listening. To. Every time I listen to a track, I'm like. Yeah, it's all right, but you know, in, in twenty nineteen, I don't really want to be listening to Tommy York complaining while he's got millions and millions and millions and millions in the bank. But um, yeah, no, it's a it's a really good song. It's it's genuinely the kind of thing where I could see myself sitting doing some marking or grading or something like this and having that on and just really enjoying that it was, that it was playing in the background. It's not like the last track that I recorded with you, Darren. I think if you remember, was Martika's Kitchen. It's not going to get me up and bopping around in the kitchen shaking the old booty as i'm doing it but uh yeah and if any of my students are listening i don't do that when i'm marking um but <laughs> it is it is the kind of stuff where I, i'd be more than happy to just have this on while i'm i'm doing something and just enjoying it um so i would i mean prince never performed this live you know i think the following year he released like another two albums and he was touring those and so, <laughs> so he was straight onto those um, you know, he performed a few of these the, the tracks of this live when he was on SNL, and that was pretty much as much performance as he did of this album. Mm -hmm. uh, but like I said, I, you know, I think if Third Eye Girl do kind of reunite at any point in the future, they probably will end up kind of like being able to tour this album. And I'm sure a lot of Prince fans will want to kind of see them play it live. Yeah. Prince never got to he play never it. never got the so. chance, so this would be their chance to listen. Uh, so I feel like we said about as much as we can about Whitecaps. So let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug? Yeah, Darren, I've got uh, two podcasts. I've, I know I've mentioned them before, but um, one of them's called Best Acquaintances, where myself and my best friend, Emily Bennett, 
we talk to people that we know from various Facebook groups, genuinely, literally people that we know from the internet. So if you just imagine that you're online, you've got uh, 150 Facebook friends, probably 120 of these people you've never met in your life. These are people that myself and Emily have never met in their life and we just decide, you know what, it'd be nice to find out what these people are about. So we give them a ring and we talk to them for anywhere between a half hour to two hours and we find out what they're doing. Darren has been on and it's a really good episode, really fun episode. We find out that Darren has seen a lot of movies um, and a lot of movies in any one single year, which is like scary to some. I'm like, I've seen 10 movies this year. Darren's like, I've seen 90 like damn and that would be a actually 90 would be a bad year for darren but um uh and then my second podcast is called so that's called best acquaintances the second one's called media evil or sorry <clears throat> it's called media evil where my friend sarah if decker she's a medieval historian she lectures in an american college on medieval history and we watch movies and tv shows and read books which are set in a medieval period and then we discuss what they get right what they get wrong and then as a little bit of extra, Sarah will give us some of the background on any character that happens to be real. So, for example, while we were watching um, Robin Hood recently, she gave uh, a great talk uh, that you can find on it on Emily of Aquitaine, or Aquitaine, who is an amazing woman who basically ran England for 60 years and then her children ran England for the next 160 years. But it's kind of... It's not something that you would ever, or sorry, Eleanor of Aquitaine, and it's not somebody that you would ever really have heard about. And it's just very interesting, and I guarantee you're going to learn something from her, and you're going to hear me talk about how, like, the blood spread. It was great. So, yeah, medieval and best acquaintances. Both of them are a good time, and uh, I look forward to hopefully interacting with any of you listeners. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter or Prince Podcast, or you can email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks so much for being my guest here, Ollie. It's a pleasure, Darren. Darren, just speaking of email, uh, did Martika get back to you that time? Uh, I haven't heard from her yet. Oh, Darren. <laughs> I was hoping for a love story for the ages. <laughs> and otherwise, goodbye.